Hello and welcome to Ignore the Noise and Move Forward by Ann Emanuel. For years I found myself rereading my life stories and only recently realized how my life experiences and the people I've met along the way changed my life. All of my stories are short, and at the end of every blog story, I give you ideas on how you can begin writing your life stories. Little Annie B. grew up feeling more like Pippi, a.k.a. Pippolata, Delatessa, Window Shape, Macromint, Ephraim's daughter, Longstocking. Annie B. has dark brown hair that touches her shoulders and is always a mess. Her clothes never match, her socks never go to her knees, and her shoes are always ugly. Her face is cute, but she doesn't know it. Annie B. can run, ride a bike, climb a tree, hang upside down in a tree, and if necessary, defend herself by beating up boys. But she can't play basketball. Annie B. lacks confidence and goes to school with other children who seem far more fortunate. It seems like everyone belongs to a country club, and Annie B. lives on a street that some refer to as Tobacco Road. Annie B. feels like there's something wrong, but she's not quite sure what it is until the day she puts on the black velvet dress. It was a shivering cold winter day. So cold, the school principal, Mr. Lloyd, said the children could not go outside to play at lunchtime. Over the PA system, Mr. Lloyd said, everyone to the gym today, we will have a basketball game during lunchtime. Annie B. wandered around by herself watching the other children play and watched the girls chase the boys and the boys chasing the girls. No one chased Annie B. And Annie B. could not figure out why all the chasing. Annie B. was always ready for gym class. So on this cold winter day, Isabel, a sweet classmate who loved to play basketball, came to Annie B. and said, I will let you wear my black velvet dress if you will let me wear your gym clothes. Annie B. had never seen such a beautiful black velvet dress with a white satin collar and cuffs. Annie B. told Isabel yes. And for the next 45 minutes, Annie B. stood in the school restroom standing on top of an old porcelain sink and looking into a worn out mirror on the wall, thinking over and over again, I'm not ugly, I'm not ugly. She couldn't believe her eyes. For the first time in her life, she could see that she could be pretty. Annie B thought to herself, what does this mean? Am I a pretty girl? I'm not ugly? I'm not ugly. The backstory. I remembered this event for many years. It was the day my perception of myself changed. This might have been the day I realized I could dream about what I would want in life. And while almost every week I sat in one of the last pews in church, watching my favorite church people's behavior, looking at the store labels in the fur coats draped over the pews back, I observed behavior. I can tell you what their husbands did, doctors, CPAs, who shared their money when the church needed a new roof, windows, and landscaping. My daughter had a black velvet dress made by her aunt. This Christmas, my granddaughter wore the black velvet dress. My hope is that my great-granddaughter will wear the black velvet dress, and that one day they will understand why the black velvet dress given to me to wear for 45 minutes was so significant. Don't ever feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for myself. The longer I live, the more I realize all of the obstacles, crazy times, and some pretty horrible things are what shaped my strength. I recognize that who your parents are or are not 
can make or break you, and you always have the will to move forward. How you start your life is very important, and who's in your village is essential. I recall looking at the labels in the fur coats at church, not recognizing the fur store until I was much older. Seeing something more than you have is very important, not because I think they should share their money with me, but because it tells me that I too can have what I want. Not what someone tells me I can have in a dole or a government handout. That is control and only creates the follower, a slave to the system. I've never been jealous of people with money. A lot of people with money do something I do not want to do. They employ other people. Just sit back for a couple minutes and think of what goes through the head of a family-owned business owner. You think they sleep soundly? If so, start a business, employ people, be responsible for someone else's livelihood, and see how soundly you sleep. I went to a public school in an area where most of Akron, Ohio's Who's Who lived, so I went to school with Who's Who's children. Our local newspaper had a society section, and the yearly best-dressed woman had a last name I always recognized, and at least one of those women I greatly admired. We were not part of that group, and my family struggled to be middle class. While we always had what we needed, we lacked the extras, the things that made you look like you were at least middle class. Good haircuts and presentable clothing. This is not a complaint against my parents. My father worked two jobs for as long as I can remember, and he lost his father as a teenager. Life without a father or mother can significantly change your course. We are all products of our upbringing. To this day, I know the value of a good suit, dress, or a pair of shoes. Isabel was one of the sweetest girls in our elementary school, and she was not struggling for money. She had one of the kindest mothers I've ever met. Never in my life had I ever been pretty. I recall thinking to myself, how did this happen? I put on a lovely dress, stand on top of a porcelain sink, look into an old worn out mirror and realize I'm not ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm not ugly. What I learned that day was I was not ugly. What I did not have were the extras. Today we all know what a makeover means. We see shows where a woman or a man walks into an episode of a show, an absolute mess, and walks out with a new haircut, hair color, makeup, and clothing. When asked how they feel, nine times out of ten, a woman will say, I feel pretty, or I feel beautiful. Hollywood stars look just like the rest of us, without their high-priced clothes and makeup. To this day, I never leave the house without lipstick. I joke, I don't want to get caught by the paparazzi. The story of Annie B is what many, many children go through. I did not know what was wrong with me. I knew I was different from the other kids, but I could never figure it out until the day I put on Isabel's black velvet dress. In my days, I've done a lot of shopping at thrift stores, secondhand stores, and had to do layaway for my children's clothing. Today, you can find great deals in online marketplaces, so we still have options. By the way, the person in the photo from 1960-something is a dark green velour and was purchased in Evergreen, Alabama. Someone gave me a few dollars and a green velour purse is what I bought. Love it. Chinese fortune cookies. I collect Chinese fortunes. I love this one. Good clothes open many doors. Go shopping. Now what to write about? Just one thing. 
a memory you love. The purpose of my stories is to encourage you to write about your life, and you will be amazed at your personal growth. You know how when you're talking with someone and they're telling you their experience, and while they're telling you their life experience, a thought comes into your mind, you can relate, you have a story to share too. Begin at that point and start writing. Thank you for listening to Anne Emanuel. Ignore the noise and move forward. If you enjoyed my story, check out annemanuel.com. Download the writing tips and or sign up for new stories. Feel free to comment on this podcast. You can also follow or connect on social media. Thank you.